You didn't ask for it, but you got it. Football's Finest is back with episode nine. We give a little playoff preview. We talk a lot of OU, the uh, TBOW, and Venables uh, news. We talk some uh, Bedlam. Most importantly, we also talk some uh, fantasy football previews. We also talk some Twitter beefs and some, some Cabo San Lucas. I know that'll tickle Garrick's fancy. Um, we're also on a uh, strike with our sponsors. Um, we have not been reaping the benefits of these sponsorships. So uh, until further notice, we are not sponsored. We have sponsors, but they are on stri- we are on strike from you guys. So figure it out. Uh, with, without further ado, we'll let, uh, we'll let Stroke Man Stroke Man take it away. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome in to, what is this, episode 9, episode 10, I think it's episode 9 of Football's Finest with Easton and Seth. Uh, it's been a minute since we've been on, but I thought I was fitting. permanently replaced by Caleb. Oh, no, you, you can never be replaced. Thanks, Seth. <laughs> but like we, we had to come back this week. There's been so much happened just in the last, I mean, what, it's been probably two and a half weeks, three weeks since we podcasted last together. Yeah, but it's been too long. But in the last week and a half, it's been ridiculous with news. I mean, o- OU loses Bedlam. They're, they're streaking the Big 12 championships over. Turns out we have a fraudulent co- – we had a coaching staff that was out the door, had one foot out the door from at least the Kansas game, you would think. Maybe even yeah, like – The Kansas six, game looked like they had their foot out the door. Yeah. There was rumors that, like, one, as soon as USC fired Clay Helton that – Lincoln Riley had been rumored to be talking to them. So this could have been in the works for a while. Who knows? Oh, well, yeah, you know he was. He really tried to say that Sunday morning was the first time he talked to USC. Are you kidding? It, it might have been the first time he himself talked to USC. But you know his representation was talking talking on his behalf for a very long time. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying that. You're telling me on Sunday morning he came in and said, hey, honey, pack your stuff. We're moving to California. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, uh, he's just a baby back bitch, to be honest. They're uh, so all these OU message boards. Have you seen what they're calling him? What uh, people online have been calling Lincoln Riley now? I've just been calling him Little Game Link. Oh uh, well, so you know our, you know the the group me that we have with all of our like college friends. Yeah. So go look at what I changed the profile picture to real quick. <laughs> so. Uh, his, what it says for his name is what people have been calling him, and I'll uh, I'll fill you in on what it means here in a second once you see it. How long ago was this? Uh, I changed it yesterday. Oh, oh, here we go, here we go. Yeah, what does that mean? T B O W, that bitch out west, brisket destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, so they've been calling him. Uh, TBOW and like the brisket destroyer is like his new title now, <laughs> but okay. TBOW is what they've been calling him on the message boards. And it stands for that bitch out west. 
I like it. That's <laughs> what he is. He can have fun playing. We'll we'll get to watch him at ten o'clock at night. I know. After dark, battle some garbage Arizona team. Oh, I know. Like how? Like what do you think the reason was for him going? Do you think it was because he didn't want to play in the SEC? Yes. And he was yes. scared. One hundred percent, he's scared. Did you see his play calling this year? Oh, I mean, it was atrocious. That's for sure. It's been atrocious for really better part of two years, honestly. This might be a hot take, and people are going to come in saying, oh, you're just bitter. But, you know, his best two seasons he had were with Bob's players. Exactly. Baker and Kyler's senior year were both Bob's guys. And, and are it, we... it progressively got worse, starting with Jalen. I mean, Jalen, we went to the playoff. We were fine, but yeah, it slowly. Jaylen, but, again, he didn't – I mean, you, he. I'll give him credit that he developed Jalen. But he never – like – because Jalen wasn't, like, wasn't nearly that good of a passer before he came to OU – but the whole reason that team didn't collapse was because we still had, again, Bob's guys or the remnants of Bob's guys. Like, we yeah. still had CD. We still had Creed Humphrey. And then we had we had Nick's guy. So, the, like, they held the culture together. As soon as those guys gone are gone, then you start seeing cracks in the, in the foundation. Yeah, I'm not – yeah, and, and plus they're going to go out there and – he may win a few games, 55-54. That'll be great. But he's still yeah. going to have to battle Oregon. Hopefully Oregon runs that conference. Yeah. They just lost Unfortunately, they just – yeah, I was about to say, unfortunately, they just lost their coach. But That's all right. I'm rooting for 11 teams in the Pac-12. I'm a huge fan of 11 teams. Oh, yeah, dude. And I I actually can't wait for uh, for Utah to play USC every year because Utah is just going – Utah's going to be like the the Dave Aranda or the Iowa State for him. You think? Oh, dude, the way they play, they're so physical and tough. There's no way that like because that that was what we always struggled with. Like any of our teams, they were so they were softer than baby shit. So yeah. well, Lincoln they, was so that's very true. They, we took on uh, the personality of our coach. Yeah, but so once we got once we played a team that was like these guys aren't that tough, and they had punched in the mouth. We were screwed usually, unless like we got bailed out by our quarterback making amazing plays. I'm telling you, with 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 BV, we may not score 40 points a game, but oh. nobody is going to push us around. Oh no. I I cannot wait, dude. And I I would I hope that uh, Luke Phillips puts in his application so that he can be uh, linked or uh, Brent Venables as a uh, get back coach. Yeah, we need Luke back immediately. I would, I would love to see Luke just yanking on his belt loop, trying to keep him all, off the sideline. <laughs> that would just be some must see TV. And then he'd be, he'd get camera time, like the like that ginger guy that was on, uh, on Venables uh, Patrol. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Brent Venables is the type of guy who comes in the locker room before a game and smashes two Red Bulls on his head and just chugs them. <laughs> yes. Well, did you see what he said? Uh, Whenever they got back, so after they like flew in and like were at the airport, I guess he said they went to the stadium and were like taking it all in and everything. And this had to be like one or two in the morning, the way like the timeline adds up. He said, so, he said, so we went down to Waterburger and I got myself a triple cheeseburger and some onion rings. Like, my God, this man must have a fucking yeah. crazy metabolism. To, yeah, he's so intense. To be, slam- to be slamming triple cheeseburgers and onion rings. Yeah, good for him. Give him, yeah. give him free Whataburger. He can eat yeah. wherever he wants to. But one more thing on the Lincoln Rally. I really hope that uh, 
Dave Aranda ends up taking the Oregon job because I would love to see just like Lincoln Riley is trying to get away from Dave Aranda. <laughs> clearly, clearly he has a problem with him because whenever he was at LSU, we played like crap and he beat the shit out of us. And then he goes to Baylor. They have, Baylor was two and seven last year, but held us to our lowest point total in the Lincoln Riley era at that time. And then, of course, this year they absolutely curb stomp us. And then he rubs it in our face, which in hindsight, I kind of respect him for now. Yeah, I'm glad because, he rubbed Lincoln's nose in it. Yeah, because Lincoln Riley's a puss cake. Straight vagina on that guy. He's a tranny. Oh, for sure. Um, it'll be great. One thing that's cool is I, I am looking forward to seeing Bob on the sideline one last time. Oh, that's going to be awesome. And it, it, it just feels so natural that it's against Oregon. Like, I think it'd be awesome if if we, like, have to kick off first. I hope he onsides it, just to prove yeah. a point. <laughs> onside, or onside it every time that we have to kick off. They may – John McKee may be our special teams coordinator. We'll be onside. <laughs> hey, it'd be, a, it'd be a plus. We didn't have a special teams coordinator this year. We could have used one as bad as our special teams was. Oh, that's what well, got us beat against OSU. Yeah, I was about to say, it's a thing. For one, why in the world do we not have Marvin Mims back? Like the guy, he's hasn't dropped a punt since he's been here. He's got probably the best hands on the team, and then you put a running back back there. Who is uh, another one I would before. like? I know he was hurt, but to be honest with you, how often do you return punts for touchdowns? Never. Just give me Drake Stoops back there. I know he's going to catch the ball. Yeah, exactly. Some just like, give me somebody who is going to catch the ball. I don't care if he fair catches it. I, it doesn't matter. Let's just take the ball and let's start our drive. I don't need to have to hold my breath yeah. if some slap's going to backpedal and try to catch it over his shoulder. Yeah. Like, who I, – I, it makes sense. Like, how many drops does Drake have in his four-year career at OU? One, two? Like, you never, <laughs> yeah. see, him, you never see him drop balls. No, he doesn't. He's just a possession receiver that you can rely on to be open and catch the ball, which I love. Exactly. Bill Belichick's taking notes on him as we speak. <laughs> yeah, you would love <laughs> the Patriots throwing three passes and winning last night. <laughs> Dude, just imagine having a Patriots receiver. Not that if you're starting a Patriots receiver, that's bad enough in fantasy. But yeah. just assume that you are, and you go in thinking like, oh, the weather's not going to be that bad or anything. They're going to have an okay game. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> three passes. Ugh, it was one for through three quarters. They they got they got frisky in the fourth and threw it <laughs> through two of them. Wow. Mm, what a game last night. What a game. Yeah, I didn't. I watched the first quarter and I was like, dude, this is. I can't watch this. Like this is. That was that was too defensive for me. That was. I like the. I'll take the SEC football because now that's what we're used to. We that's good mix of offense and defense. But I don't want that Big Ten stuff. They can keep that up north. Yeah, that's I, I I agree. What's your take? Do you think Caleb Williams stays? I don't know. I don't want to be like optimistic and like get my get my feelings hurt. I I think it's fifty fifty at this point. Now I I don't know if he goes to USC though. I feel like if he goes anywhere, he's probably. I feel like he could probably end up going like back out to like. Maryland, where he's from, but I don't know. Maybe he goes to USC, maybe not. 
I figure he would have already left for UFC if he was. Going well, to that's UFC. what I'm. That's what I'm saying is like I feel like he would have already entered the transfer portal if he was going to go to UFC. I I think he's waiting to see who he hires OC. I've heard that if we hire Jeff Levy, then he's open to staying. But we'll see. I think I think if we hire Jeff Levy, that he should stay because I think he's a really good offensive coordinator. And Plus, we'll keep I Caleb think... in check too, because Venables is going to tell him that this gunslinging BS is going to come to an end when we just chuck oh, the yeah. ball downfield and hope for the best. Yeah, but like with with Levy's offense, I mean they he they don't put as much on the quarterback as Lincoln does, and so like they're free to like I don't know, they're, the pressure's not on them like it like it is with everybody else in the review. and so like they're if. We run to a team that's running like an umbrella coverage, like Iowa State is, or like Baylor would, where, or even like Oklahoma State did in the second half, where they're just going to drop, drop eight and be content rushing three. They're like, we're going to take the run all day, and and that's what Levy's going to do. So, I don't know. I think I think in the long run, it's probably a good thing that's happened this way because I feel like you could kind of start to see the beginning of the end with Lincoln. Like yeah. just the way the team wasn't progressing, even though we were getting better players. And let's not even forget. So back on his flipping quarterback thing, Caleb Williams fell in his lap. He like that in that recruiting class, Lincoln recruited some guy who's the backup at Georgia. He's the third string at Georgia right now. Um, and then Spencer Rattler, like, what did he do? He flamed out. He was he okay. got worse. Yeah, he got worse as he was here. And then even before that, his first recruited guy was uh, Chris Robison, who was off the team in a year and just is horrible. He went to, like, FAU and lost the job there. Uh, year after that, I think Tanner Mordecai was the guy he recruited. Also, Mordecai, trash. Mordecai, yeah, trash at OU, but then went to SMU and played okay. Yeah, so it's like as soon as he's out he from got Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, once he got under his brother, he was better. Uh, and then who else? There's one other one. Oh, Chandler Morris, but he was he was only there a year, but he's still unknown. But he had a flash in the pan against Baylor, and then everybody else he looked like crap. So is he really that good? And then of course Caleb Williams like fell in his lap, and so I think Caleb Williams will take off with somebody else. I don't know, like. I feel like Lincoln's offense is good when he's got, like, when he had Bob's guys. That was, like, he had a wall of an offensive line, so Baker could stand behind that O-line and just dial it up all day. Mm-hmm. And, and, well, and he – Baker was, for his speed, was the most elusive quarterback for his speed that I've seen. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, and, like, and that goes back to the whole thing of, like, it was Bob's culture. It's just so it's still, like, you carry over the players. Like, Baker – like set the tone for everything after Baker left. And really after like, I mean, Tyler was just so good that I think he could, he would transcend anything like as athletic as he was, as talented he was, like OU was going to be good with him regardless, right? whether he was outspoken or not. And then Jalen, I mean, like now you're looking back on it, like we hated him at first, but like, Definitely he's, a drop off from Baker to Kyler, yeah, and then to Jalen was a drop yeah. off, but still I mean, way better than what we had. Yeah, you could definitely see the team like still rallied around him whenever like it mattered, and so 
there was just no leadership the last two years on the team. So, yeah, I think it's one of those things where when you break up with somebody and they leave, you want to make sure that you find somebody hotter, you find somebody with a better personality, with more fire. And oh, uh, yeah. I think I think we found our hotter girl. Yeah, we we found the hot one that's down to earth. Lincoln Riley went out and he uh, he found some porn star that everybody's got her OnlyFans for. So. Yeah, who, so who really, he, he who can really share her. This? He can yeah. share her with everybody. Who really won? I think we did. So, am I am I hearing that Lincoln Riley's a cuck? Yes, Lincoln Riley is a cuck. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I guess uh, who? It, it, it kind of interesting though. Who? Uh, I don't even know who. What names are out there? Who do you think that? BV's going to hire as his like defensive coordinator and all that. And he's gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, he's so going to he's going to call the defense, but yeah, yeah. Every... So I would think in the first like at least year or two, he's going to call the defense just so like there's a like precedent set for what he wants it to look like at OU. Yeah, and then I think he'll turn the the reins over after that. He did say he wants to hire a defensive coordinator, though. That's his intention, which is a plus because I think at the end of the end of Lincoln Riley's like time at OU, like him calling plays, it was clear calling plays and running the entire team was too much for him. And on top of that, not having a special teams coordinator, are we kidding me? Like it, it's not a sexy position, but at the end of the day, like special teams win or lose you games and right. it lost us OSU's game. Probably right. a lot. I wouldn't say it lost us Baylor. There was a lot of factors in Baylor, but I don't. Well, actually, we missed two kicks in Baylor, so there you go. Yeah, what happened to Burkick? He kicked the burrito and it stole and it sucked all of his powers out of his foot. He he all of a sudden went from big D Burkick to little D Burkick. Yes, With he he very he very quickly got his mask taken off, and they revealed a Jimmy Stevens there for everybody to see. Jimmy, <laughs> our fat kicker. <laughs> yes. Uh, it'll be interesting. I'll see how it all shakes out. I mean, we got one more year in the Big Twelve, I would assume, right? Uh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. I think that they're probably going to play another year now, but I don't. I guess I don't know. I guess uh, whenever everything broke, and that's this was the initial thing was they thought that that twenty twenty three was really the year, but I don't know. We, I don't think you want to go into the SEC now as with as many question marks around the team as there are. Not that I don't think Venables can like make the team like a good product on the field, but especially if Caleb Williams transfers out, there's going to be a, a black hole. Yeah, we're going to be with Ralph Rucker as our quarterback unless we get a transfer in. Yeah, or I mean, we could give give Schaefer another year and start Schaefer <laughs> on his eighth year of eligibility. He's like or Colt. Oh, Colt. I forgot about that, dude. We could start uh, Spencer Jones with one eye. He could go out there in a pirate patch. <laughs> but uh, I think – so I guess if Caleb Williams transfers out and we do hire Jeff Levy, I have heard that, that Dylan Gabriel would be almost a lock to come here because right now he's like a lock to go to Ole Miss. So, okay. which, which he was the UCF quarterback. 
uh, last year. I don't know where he's at. But I think he was still at UCF, but Lebby's got to be itching to go to a better program, which is OU, and yeah. he's he's not calling the plays at Ole Miss. Yeah, not like, to is, mention is Kiffin. I assume Kiffin's calling the plays, isn't he? I don't know actually. I don't know if Lebby's calling him or not. I know uh, Lebby also he played at OU too, so there's also that. Uh, played in parentheses. Yeah, he was a. I think he had, he got hurt or something, and then became a GA, became a, a Luke Phillips, if you will. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but anyways, I guess that's enough OU talk. We'll probably bored the two OSU fan listeners that listen to this. Who besides Zach's an OSU fan? Clay, I think. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Clay's an OSU fan? I mean, I know he's Is that what we got for, for Mitch's playing time? Is that what he <laughs> decided to turn code on us? <laughs> I he, think did, he, did, you, did you notice, did he get any playing time this year, Seth? You know, I don't know. I heard with with uh, BV coming back, though, he really might be in the mix for some. He might get some next year. Is that, is yeah. that what I'm hearing? He's going to get some playing time next that's year. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, but before we move on from all – this isn't really OU OSU talk, but it has to do with the game. we got to go through your Twitter spat with Kirsten. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm actually on Twitter right now. Let me pull it up. So, mind you, oh, I've got a – let's see. See if I can scroll down to. I had a lot of tweets on Saturday. <laughs> I'm just realizing I retweet way too many things. This is probably why my follower count's going down. Uh, let's see here. Where did it start? While you find that, I just thought it was really interesting that we had won, what, six in a row? Yeah. We had won six Big 12 championships in a row, and she has the audacity to say, sorry you couldn't make it, or something like that. At least we made it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Whoa. what – does she does she expect that this streak is going to go on forever? Do you think that it's normal, first of all, to win six in a row? But do you think it's normal to win seven in a row? Like, yeah, at I some know. point, you got to understand that you've just gotten your cheeks clapped over and over and over again. And yeah. the law of averages, eventually, you're going to win one. I mean, I know it's, what, 87 and 14 now? So that's great. Yeah. I just don't know if if I just got dominated that bad and had to call OU Daddy every single year, I would be a little bit hesitant oh. before I talk trash. Oh, it's awful. Uh, so my tweeting started. I believe this was also in the fourth quarter. I didn't start tweeting until like right at the very end of the game. Uh, so I said, "Man, it sure would have been nice to get that call last week." Referring to the pass interference they called in the end zone that Tay yes. Mark got. Um, then that's uh, accurate. That's how, there, that I, was. There was some horrible. I'm not one to blame officials either, but oh my goodness, oh, there was dude. like three missed PIs. That, even so me as a bad. defensive guy, even I was like, that is just egregious. When the and, when the guy the OSU guy had him in a headlock at the end of that game. Yeah, I and mean, like, that was clearly we so close zone. to pulling that yeah. one out. That was going to give us the ball at the two-yard line. At the line. two. Yeah. Oh, my with, goodness. That was just with, such a pathetic, yeah. pathetic call. Yeah, still with 30 no seconds call. left, like, we're going to have time to potentially score. And I would have trusted our – well, I wouldn't have trusted Lincoln Riley now I think about it. I would have trusted Caleb Williams to find a way to get two yards and four downs. 
Yeah. Um, I wouldn't trust I wouldn't trust TBOW to yeah, serve me my McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. Um but then I tweeted Baylor's QB is a baller. It's kind of a baller, not going to lie. Which he was playing pretty good the first half. Uh, and really, I mean, until he got like got the shit kicked out of him on like two drives, like he was playing pretty good for most of it. But I think right. they just it it kind of set in. OSU made adjustments and kind of stopped him. Uh, and then I also tweeted, "Could someone explain to me how Sanders managed to keep his job the entire year? This dude looks like a poor man's Landry Jones out there." Yeah, which sure. is what, which it? is an insult to Landry Jones if he was homeless. Spencer Jones didn't even. We like to rip on Landry, but Spencer Spencer Jones, Spencer Sanders wasn't. He was way worse than Landry. Oh yeah, he just threw four effing picks in the Big Twelve Championship game. Yeah, like how do you? All his fault. That's got a no receiver. That's got to just blame. at that point. Like, who's that? That fucker from. Uh, Oh, Shane Illingworth, I think his name. Their backup quarterback that they were so high on. Like, that's got to speak volumes to how bad he is. He can't even beat out Spencer Sanders. Spencer Sanders gives me Lamar Jackson vibes a little bit. He can't throw the ball a lick, but he is dangerous (laughs) on the ground. (laughs) He's a very poor man, Lamar Jackson. Very, Very poor. Like, I'm talking holding up a sign under a cardboard box. (laughs) <laughs> Lamar, but the comparison Lamar throws the ball way better. I'm not saying that. Yeah, compared to the NFL, Lamar didn't throw the ball very well. Oh no! So then I had a tweet after in between a couple of retweets that uh, said "Sickum Bears" in all caps. <laughs> that one got a few likes. Who liked that? Let's see. Oh, oh, Sean Hammond's like that. <laughs> He's stirring uh, it. He's stirring up that friend of the show trey stump like that yeah yeah there we yeah. go trey what would happen if we got trey on this podcast he would 100 percent do it he would 100 percent do it but then i feel bad because he'll go back and look at our other podcast we've made fun of him oh i didn't think about that yeah we're not gonna do that we can't but i would that would be very entertaining and then christian cj stevens who was in my capstone group? Liked it. Uh, no, uh, no relation to him. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> next uh, next tweet. This is the one that I'm surprised people didn't like. Or out of all the ones that would set people off, I thought it would be this one. And I said, "Dang, it must suck to lose your biggest game in program history like that." Said, <laughs> Karma always gets hers in the end, though, with the with the classic shrugging emoji. Like the, the my shrug that I do on the football field whenever somebody threw a flag on me. Yep. Yeah. Got that emoji in there. Downfield penalties that you hated. Yeah, I know. Uh, the lineman downfield and the the holding penalties, which I apparently pancake people's holding. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the one I figured was going to set people off. Was the dang it must suck to lose your biggest game in program history like that. Uh, I also had one. Said uh, Baylor now has the same number of Big Twelve championship rings as Luke Phillips, which also turned out to be incorrect. Luke has one more; he has four, yeah. so he is equal. I don't. I think that would put Luke and Luke still above Baylor. Luke's, I think, maybe tied with uh, Nebraska. 
that's that's a storied program right there. Nebraska or surely no, it's not Texas. Texas has three. He's he's got Texas. Luke might be second he, in the Big Twelve and Big Twelve championship rings. Honestly, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So, um, so we got that. Ah, so here's the one that set everybody off. Everybody Oklahoma's, or just her? Well, just her. Uh, well, <laughs> actually, no. Her fat bitch friend Brianna also. Uh, that set her off, dude. I honestly, I kind of hope that they find this podcast. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> Send it, text it to her. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Um, <laughs> not after the body shaming. Yeah, I don't even think I have her number anymore. Um, oh, but it says Oklahoma. I said Oklahoma State Twitter has gone quieter than Joe C on the OU coaching search. I thought it was a, obviously it was kind of a funny tweet. Clever. It got it was clever. It, it, it got five likes, which for my tweets is decent. Um, but it got what'd she say? Oh, okay. So she said, "But did you make it to the Big Twelve Championship?" That uh, had two. That had two comments on. Oh, let's see. Where's the other ones? Yeah, we just won six of those mfers in a row. I, I mean. What do you want us um, to do? Um, but then uh, Brianna commented on her po- on her reply with like four of the carrots, like the pointing up to it type thing. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Robert tweeted just in just here before Chance Gibson, and he added him. Stumbles in hashtag friendship, and he posted a picture of those two midgets. Uh, and like the guy that's like always breaking them up in their videos. Do you know the Hezbollah guy? No. Uh, oh. <laughs> um. So <laughs> those two, these two little kids I see the picture of, they're not kids. They're like eighteen. They, they've <laughs> got like this form of dwarfism. so he posted that because normally like honestly i was trying to get a rise out of chance whenever i tweeted all this ou stuff or this osu stuff because last week as soon as osu won he was talking so much shit in my dms i was like what in the hell like i didn't tweet anything i didn't even do anything stupid were you talking trash on him in years past when ou's won no, dude, I don't talk okay. any trash. That, that, that's wins. the point. It, yeah, this is the thing. OU expects to win. OU handles it with class. OSU wins once in a blue moon, and it's like all the inbreds. Their cousins yeah. just got done fornicating. There's kids yeah. popping out who become more OSU fans that end up being fat and wear orange blankets. Yeah. This is just a cycle of o- Oklahoma State fans. Yeah. I remember for, I believe it was OU Texas. We're, whenever we were getting absolutely curb stomped, twenty eight to nothing or twenty eight seven, whatever it was, uh, I had tweeted something out, and Chance and Logan both have the audacity to comment on it on something I had said, and I'm like, I, you two are the last people I want to talk to right now, let alone even like hear from. For one, Logan, I haven't seen you since freshman year of college. And when you were Chance, when you were when you were packing his stuff and pick up basketball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come get the work, Logan. He didn't want any of that down low. 
No, he doesn't. No, that's why. That's why. Actually, he the only on the perimeter and shot threes because yeah. he didn't want to take it down there to the set three. Yeah, the only people that wanted it was uh, Ox. Is it, no, Archery and uh, Trevor Doyle. That? No, well, Trevor tried to want. Trevor didn't show up again after that one time. So he tried to uh, shove you one time. Yeah, what the heck, Seth? You and Daniel both mixed it up with Trevor Doyle. In those <laughs> <He did. laughs> but he like, I'm done talking about Trevor Doyle. But uh, <laughs> but it, him and Zach Snow were the only two that ever actually wanted the beef down low. So archery would go down there and bang a little bit. Dude, Archer was pretty strong. Yeah. <laughs> he could throw his weight around. Um, but then, so there was that. And then I commented on. What's it? Oh, come on. Oh, here we go. Crash. Oh, I, I lost it for a second. And I said, I sat in my sweats and watched the game in Kentucky. I also didn't lose the Big 12 championship game, though. Something OSU, in fact, did do. Petty, I love it. And then Brianna tweeted back at me before Kirsten did, which I don't know. Brianna can't fight her own battles, obviously. She's the designated ugly fat friend. Um, <laughs> said, she, she replied, relevancy, and then there was like an equal sign with a slash through it. I don't know what that means. I'm guessing it's not relevant, but okay. obviously, obviously, it was because she asked. She asked if I went to the Big Twelve Championship, and I said no. I sat on my couch in my sweats and watched it. <laughs> um, and then she said, "Listen, I'm just glad we made it. Sad you can't say the same thing." Yeah, and that's I said, the tweet yeah. that I was like, I didn't get. Yeah, and I said, "Yeah, it must really suck to lose a Big Twelve Championship game." I wouldn't know what that feels like. So kudos to you. That's true. And then she said, then she said wait, dot, 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 dot. Bedlam, question mark, lost, check. Head coach, gone, check. Big 12 championship, not present, check. I'm not seeing where you come out on top. And now I'm realizing I should have said, and you came out on top too. But anyways, uh, <laughs> I said, fantastic. You won Bedlam for the first time in 10 years. Which she actually didn't correct. That's wrong. They won it like 2014 too, but uh, she didn't know. That's the point. They have no idea. Yeah, exactly. Orange. Uh, (laughs) They wear the Nacho Victory shirts from 2011. I know. I hey, I can't wait for the the next rendition of those Nacho Victory shirts because you know they're about to come back out. Well, they're probably going to beat Notre Dame. Uh, I don't know. I was hoping Notre Dame would make it to the playoff. Just because I wanted to, I wanted Brian Kelly just to absolutely like just feel horrible leaving a team that he didn't think was going to make it to the playoff, make it, and then win it all. Like I thought that would have been funny. Yeah, that would um, be a cute story. But I said, fantastic! You won Bedlam for the first time in ten years. It only took your second best team of all time and coaching staff, and a coaching staff that was already gone to beat us by four, and the four is all capitalized. Uh, not sure what you're celebrating though, Luke. Or, uh, yeah, not sure what you're celebrating though, losing today. And I said, as for being on top, we're Oklahoma. We'll be fine. And she said, Oh, okay. That's okay. Here, here's here's my beef with that. Uh, OSU, this is why you don't win Big Twelve championships because your entire game you have circled on the year is OU. You have exactly. no aspirations beyond beating us. That is, that is your World Series, Super Bowl, NBA championship. 
title fight. That is that is what means everything to you. And so you will know you will never achieve anything beyond that when your only focus is one game. Yes. So that is. Uh, I feel like I I handled that Twitter altercation rather well. Yeah. No. I no didn't. Person I didn't. There. I I didn't. I didn't. Well, yeah. I I try to keep my profanity off Twitter. There's people from my church that didn't like do follow me. So yeah. I would have loved it if Rhino Man would have jumped on there. He does follow me, I'm pretty sure. Oh, he, so. he used to, anyways. Maybe after you, we made fun of his Nacho Victory blanket that he called a shirt that he wore with a with a <laughs> with a Marlboro logo on the back. No, he he doesn't, he, he doesn't smoke Marlboros. He smokes Palm Oh, does he? That's the one thing I remember about that motherfucker. <laughs> his, his orange Crocs. I'm pretty sure the only reason he smokes them is because they come in an orange case. Oh, like, my that's goodness. Got, that's got to be the only reason. I remember he's walking into Sunday church in his Sunday finest wearing a Nacho Victory blanket. <laughs> of course he is. He wears it like a dress. <laughs> he did. He was pumped that they found a size quadruple X Nacho Victory <laughs> shirt online he was able to order. He can oh, keep man. drinking his PBR. That PBR pretty much sums him up. <laughs> it does. Oh, oh, give me a with that guy. What made it worse is he wore his orange Crocs and almost ran Garrick down in Crocs. Garrick almost got caught That's, in a yeah, foot that... race by a morbidly obese man in Crocs. <laughs> who had who had open heart surgery not too long ago. I wonder what caused well, that. Well, I guess it was, it was more than not too long ago, but yeah. <laughs> what caused the open heart surgery? Could it be the 20 packs a day? Could, could, yeah, are you talking beer or cigarettes? I think it's 20 <laughs> packs, both. Although, you know what I was wondering? Speaking of Rhino Man, so I was, whenever I was in town uh, for Thanksgiving, I noticed they had torn down the Orkin. Does he just not work at Orkin anymore or what? Because he used to be like the bug man. I don't know. At this point, he's going in for so many open heart surgeries, he's probably an assistant cardiologist. <laughs> Is he even still alive? I haven't. I haven't heard. We, I haven't. I haven't he seen would have tweeted back at that man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who. I guess he willed his Nacho Victory blanket onto Kirsten. I, I guess. Who knows? Oh my! Don't get. I got all in a tizzy over OSU <laughs> in a tizzy. Yeah. But anyways, there's that. So I, I think we've we've beaten to death the the saga that is OU football and my Twitter game around that. Um, so I guess we can transition to some fantasy football. Yeah. So we've, uh, it, it unfortunately looks like you are out of the playoff contention, but I'm also out, plays out and Garrick's out. There's three people definitely who yes. are going to be in the goon squad bracket. It, <laughs> goon squad. it does look like <laughs> that you are pretty well safe from this, whatever our punishment is. Yeah, I got um, I got my dad next week, so I I feel he has a good team, but I got oh, an yeah. even better name lined up. Okay, I'm announcing so... it on the podcast. Oh, 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 we were we were on our Branson trip in early November, and we were playing putt putt at Pirates Cove, and it was Garrick and I, Garrick and I. I'll emphasize that versus Caleb and my dad. Who's the Vegas favorite to win that match? 
Without a doubt, Caleb and your dad. Yeah. We played two nights in a row, and Garrick and I handed him L's both nights. No way. Dad had a putt on the 18th hole to tie us and missed it, and Garrick and I won. And he was so mad, he slammed his putter shaft on the ground, and the putter snapped in two. (laughs) Oh, he, that's snapped, awesome. he snapped his putter in two and had to walk in the clubhouse. The first thing he says when he gets in the clubhouse is, I owe you guys a new putter. <laughs> so naturally, naturally this week, Team Osage is back. We'll be battling against the Pirates Cove putters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's a good way to end the regular season. And I can't lose when I change my name to that. I can't follow you it up can't. with that. You are, you are guaranteed to win. Oh, man. So, hold on. Speaking of fantasy, do we need to talk about – is Daniel the best fantasy manager in the league? This is two straight years. He's like – he's the odds-on favorite. Like, His well, I guess four are, are, are second in the league. The, the two is, luckiest fantasy guys are Daniel and Preston. That is true. Daniel has the lowest points points against. Preston shouldn't even be in the playoffs. Preston's team is the most smoking mirrors. Oh wow, I didn't realize Preston was that low either. Yeah, Preston is not his team. He even admits that his uh, team's inflated. Now, I guess in points again, in points four, it's kind of evened out, and I'm where I'm supposed to be. But that's also because the last three weeks have just been atrocious for me. But points against, this is like the fourth straight year I've led in points against. It's ridiculous. But Who's number one? Is it Garrick or me for points against? No, that's me. I've got Oh, you're number one? Yeah. I've got fifteen ninety eight. Second place is fifteen seventy two with Caleb. Uh third is Robert with fifteen fifty five. And then fourth place is Clay. You are Seven. Oh wow! So I just I just don't score any points, but people don't really score a lot against me. <laughs> yeah, you, you've got a you've got a bad offense. That you've got a good you've offense. got a good defense. You've got a good defense though. It's built yeah. like my football philosophy, my fantasy team. But <laughs> I need to hire a new OC. Apparently, the thing is, Garrick is in last place. He's got the second fewest points against. Yeah, so he's just bad. <laughs> you know he's bad. Finally, after all these years, our data is finally backing it up that Garrett is just bad at fantasy. So, looking at the playoff picture, Daniel, uh, Daniel's in the hunt to win. Sean's in the hunt. To, Dad, Dad's team might be the best team. They're the highest in points for. Yeah, his, his is pretty good. Um, so, really, those two are, are 100% contenders. Um this is the first time I've logged into my fantasy app. So I'm having to go through a bunch of garbage. Here we go. Uh, Team Peace. Oh, my goodness. Team Peace is in third. That's Which, a wow. This is like the, the AFC third place is seven and six right now. Ooh. And he's in sole possession of it, too. I don't think he can finish. Let's see. Well, I guess he could theoretically finish out of the playoffs. So if he loses this week and I win by 27 more than whatever he scores, then 
He's out of the playoffs. By the way, if Preston loses this week, then we're going to have only two teams with winning records in the whole league. That's insane. And is it? am I being dramatic saying that the it's a two-horse race between Daniel and Sean? Uh, that's that's probably accurate. I mean, somebody would have to get majorly hot. I mean, oh, Preston, yeah, 100%. Preston's in third place, but he's the fewest amongst people that are going to make the playoffs. He has the fewest points for. You're you're a contender to make the playoffs. You got to have some things shake up. The thing is, you're way behind on points for, so you're going to have to have. Yeah. Some so let's see. Hold up. Do uh, let's see the schedule for this week because. If uh, I just need like I just need Zach and Robert to play each other, that'd be nice if that happened. And, and also, you have to win. I think I think a loss puts you out of it for sure. Oh yeah, it's 100%. a must must win versus versus uh, who are you playing? Uh oh, I played Preston this week. Oh, that's that's who you want. Oh, even better. Even better. That's who you want. Preston's team, that is not a 7-16. and 16. Uh, Let's see. So, oh, the bad boys play Young Way Koo as my kicker. So, there's a pretty good chance at a loss right there. Now, it, I don't know that I'm going to get a loss out of uh, Pummel Sigs. But, let's see. He is going to be without Adam Thielen, but he's got so many good players on his bench that I think he'll be all right. The bad thing is the way these, the way like the playoffs is broken, like is shaken out this year, is like people could be on their have people on their buys in the last week of the regular season, like especially with the extended playoff. Because I think last year week twelve was the last week that playoff like that buys happened. Uh, but we're in week 14 and they're still having buys because they extended the season by basically two weeks mm-hmm. to accommodate all the buys. So. Hmm. Yeah, so it's 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 looking like th- there's three locks for the playoffs and everybody else, there's three spots. There's three playoff spots that are going to be decided this week. Oh, yeah. It's a, this is – this might be the biggest fantasy week we've had in a while because normally it's only been like the last spot that's up for grabs. This is the the most parity you could say we've had in the league in a while. Mm-hmm. So, but really, I mean, I just need Garrett. Caleb needs to go ahead and polish off Garrett, and if that happens, then Garrett's pretty much done. Making up yeah. two, you the the playoffs are only three games in the Goon Squad yeah. bracket. And on so top if of that, Garrett's down two games. It's he would have to win out, and somebody would have to. Then I still have points over him, yeah, so he, to, I would have to lose all three, and he'd have to win all three. Yeah, and on top of that, he would have to. Or if you guys like, if you won like two, and he won, or if you won one and he won two, he'd have to make up. Uh, he'd have to make up at least eighty eighty eight points on you too. Or depending on how many points you have left, and that's assuming you don't win this week. So if if, you, I, if, if you, I win and he loses, it is math basically mathematically over unless he made up one all three. I lost yes. all three, and he scored a ton of points. Yes. And now, now Clay. Well, even then, he'd have to make up even more points if Clay lost this week. So yeah, he's down over a hundred to Clay. Yeah. 
but I'm nervous. I got to battle play in the goon squad because uh, I don't want to get my name changed. <laughs> yeah, I'm a. I'm ready to have my my title of the alpha male back. The thing is, though, Seth, if you don't make the playoffs, then it's kind of a battle to see who finishes second to last. That is true. You're only a game up on Clay and I. Yeah, and I might go in tied for tied for last if or tied for second to last if I was. If you lose and Clay or I win. Yeah, that's true. There's going to be some math that's going to have to be done because it might be a tie on record for second to last. Yeah. Dude, I just can't believe that I lost to Garrick two weeks ago. That's yeah. I, that, that had to be. Tough. I had I had some of the worst. Let's see, where's my schedule? There it is. I had one of the worst. Like what is it? One of the worst three week stretches ever. Or actually, honestly, four. I'll take that back. One of the five worst week stretches ever. And I won two of these games. I won 97-96 to Clay. I beat you 82-78. Ridiculous, and then yeah. lost to Robert 136-93. to And then lost to Garrick 120-82. to And then lost this week 120-108, which I guess I finally at least got over 100. The problem is... I started out the season so hot. I had I had 143, 117, 124, 114, 137, 145, 119, and 114 going through nine weeks. I didn't have a game where I was under 114 points. And then fast forward to week nine, and my the wheels fell off. Don't know what happened, but – we're hoping maybe maybe getting over 100 was all we need, and we're, we're going back up to the top. I plan on taking this team to the top. top. In our other league, nobody cares about this, but a quick blip. There's only one game that separates you and I from last in the Norman League. Oh, shoot. I honestly forgot all about that game, that league. Oh, you should, yeah, you should keep forgetting about it. <laughs> So you and I are getting ready to play each other in the in the playoffs. Oh so no! Ooh. My team's Wait. hemorrhaging. Your team, my team's hemorrhaging. Your team's. Hem- Thankfully, I beat Garete this week, so I made up a game there. So hold up, but they don't they don't take the losers bracket into consideration that week though. I don't they do they that. do they do. I I asked. Oh, okay. I asked I our think... wonderfully competent league I didn't, commissioner. I, that. I didn't think we did last year, but. Hmm. Well, I'll uh, I'll pay attention to that league this week then. No, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I've been setting my lineup. There was a couple weeks where I didn't set my lineup, but proud proud beef importer is going to have Waller back most likely. So I'm happy about that. Now the Pirates oh. Cove putters. <laughs> Pirates Cove putters. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Huh. Yeah, lots a uh, lot riding on on this week. Garrick, if Garrick loses and Clay or I and Clay and I both were to win, then that buries Garrick. And what's the punishment, Seth? Well, I mean, if it's Garrick, I feel like we should reinstate the shit. 
<laughs> what's Zach going to have to pay? Because you got to do something. We're going to lose the league if people, if the last place finisher isn't paying. Yeah, you know. I don't know. I would like – we should put Garrett through the via ACT then because I want to see what his test scores are going to be. <laughs> That's brutal. That or – But to be fair, Garrett shouldn't have to pay his punishment till Zach pays his. That is true. But then again, Zach is probably getting shit on enough now, but it's probably yeah. shit he's welcoming, welcoming, and he created that shit. So. Yeah, he doesn't want to take a, a clay dump, though. That's <laughs> true. He's fine to take his baby girls, but he's not taking a grown man. The one that's been festering on, on Senior Salsa and Coors Light. Coors Light, Copenhagen, and, uh, and coffee. <laughs> oh, that's a recipe for disaster. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, man. That, well, was bad, what, that, that was the mix that he put together when you had to take it. Yes, and it smelled atrocious. All, all the ingredients that you mentioned were all in, in yes. food in that. But Jen's probably wondering why the, like, why the weeds right there just grow so well every year. That backyard probably still has a stench. <laughs> Probably does. How did it feel that you – you should be mad that Zach found a way out of it, but you had to take it. How, how is this fair? Yeah, there was there was no way I was going to get out of it. As much flack as I take from this league, <laughs> there was there was not a chance that I was going to get out of it. But also, Garrick, I know you're going to listen to this. Can you figure out – get a Venmo or something so I can pay you – for whatever outstanding balances there are. There's like 30 bucks. I told you at the beginning of the year before we drafted, just tell me where to send the money and I'll send it to you. How did that treasure get confirmed by the Senate? How in the world did that come about? I feel like it was a power play so Garrett could feel like he was in charge of things. But yeah, but he's doing a terrible job. Horrible job. I mean, what what we this isn't his fault. This is our fault. Uh. We need to, I wonder if there's a way on the ESPN app that you can set up like a, a payment portal. Maybe, unless that would be classified as gambling if ESPN has the. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I was about to say. Like, if there's a way you can monetize your league, that'd be cool. But the podcast, monetize the podcast. Monetize the podcast. Oh, that's you, one thing. You're not, still doing, you're not still doing ad reads for WTH Cattle, are you? They haven't sent uh, us nothing. Yeah, I I didn't we didn't plug in at the beginning, which we normally do. I don't know. I might leave the ad reads out this time. We haven't gotten any merch from anybody. So we might just uh just blue ball this one right on in there. So, yeah, if, if 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 people want to if Clay, if you want more ad reads, you gotta send us a hat or something. Yes. We're not I working need, for free. I need a hat to wear to Cowboy Ranch. Give me a hat. When are we going to Cowboy Ranch? Shit, I'm down whenever. Are you gonna be are you gonna be in town for New Year's? Uh probably not. Oh, I'll be in town. I actually haven't even put it on my calendar yet what I'm gonna take off. Are you in for a duck hunt while you're here? Oh yeah, I'll be down. Just remind me whenever it gets closer and I'll bring, make sure I bring my shotgun home. We'll we'll hire Clay as our guide because Garrett <laughs> I we see that. Garrett, Garrett duck hunting is the equivalent of that fishing guide we had in Cabo. Also a Garrett Garrett sponsored outing. Yeah, that was that was just one of the worst. Did, I thought Daniel was going to just die in the back of the boat. 
Speaking of dirty, he looked so bad when he Clay, came up from underneath the. Daniel was about to die. Clay went back there because even he had to lay down, and he broke a bed. <laughs> Honestly, that's what those guys get for ruining. We had a we had a Marlin hook, and the guy literally ran between the lines, stole the stole the pole from Clay, and <laughs> and the fish jumped off as soon as he stole the pole. Part of that, I don't know if Daniel listens to this or not, but part of that's Daniel's fault that he got sick because I watched him when we were walking to the pier that morning. I watched him fall off a curb. <laughs> and I also couldn't get in my bed because it was wet. Yeah. What the? Yeah. <laughs> so I remember he climbed, in, he climbed into bed with Garrick and I. And the, I, that, I woke him up. I woke him up and said, Daniel, why is, why is the floor wet? Why is my bed wet? And he goes, and then he starts repeating, and he's like, why is my bed wet? Like, Maybe it's because you peed the bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, what if he just, like, dropped his pants and pissed all over your bed? <laughs> That's what – I know it was – it had to be urine. <laughs> well, I'm saying, like, what if he didn't even, like, just pee while he was asleep? What if he, he got up there <laughs> – dropped his pants and just like grabbed it and started like spraying everywhere. I guess, <laughs> he, just, I, like, he was like a running deer just peeing wherever he could find. I got to go to bed on a on a throne of Michelob Ultra that <laughs> night. <laughs> no, I went and slept on the couch. <laughs> well, I remember uh, <laughs> he, it, he like he woke me up at like 2 a.m. Seth, my bed's wet and I don't know why. I'm like, what? Like, and you guys let wet. him sleep with you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. And then I, we the... had to watch him stumble off a curb to go to fishing the next morning. <laughs> what did we then... do that night? Was that the, the legendary splits? No, that wasn't that night. No, that was that... the club night. That's the night I walked. Uh, club O. <laughs> yeah. I walked. I walked you back to the to the hotel, and then I walked back and got there just in time to see Clay hitting the splits, <laughs> busting down. Oh, uh, Club O with the teenage girls that were taking pictures. Like it was so lit, there was ten people in there. <laughs> Not even got it to watch. Been... Got to watch Garrick <laughs> sip on a shot. The ten people were them two, the two dudes they were with, and then us. <laughs> Garrick's. Garrick orders a shot. I think he's getting ready to take it. And like, oh my goodness, Garrick's gonna have fun. And then no, he sips on it. My biggest regret from that trip was not going into the upstairs of that place. There's no telling what was up there. It had to be a strip club. It had to be that, or it was some sketchy mafia stuff that was going you, on. You might have gotten capped. Yeah, that's the thing. Which it might have been worth it. Who knows? I loved it at, at uh, Squid Row, which is still the best club I've ever been to. Uh, we walked to that upstairs area and a guy told us to get out and Zach bowed up and said, Oh, do you have this? Do you have this rented or something? And the guy's like, yeah, actually we do. And pointed to the sign. <laughs> and he said, Oh, my mistake. <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right. And then Zach ripped us for leaving. He went to the bathroom and we didn't wait for him. <laughs> oh man, dude. That, that, not, that was so great. You were uh, you got your little reward for the Jello shot. Yeah, it, it was crazy. <laughs> How Remember that? Cheap? Remember the whistles? Oh yeah. <laughs> you got your little rub. Oh, you got your little rub rub. 
and I'm pretty sure that I didn't even pay anything for that. I think like, I think Zach footed the bill or something. Oh, did he? I don't. I didn't think anybody paid for it. I think they were just giving. I thought they were just giving them out. Like, okay, I'm taking it. And you got you a little something extra for your troubles. I did, yeah, I was. I was making sure that I got them from that girl and not uh, the other one that was passing. Because remember, the other one was kind of fat. Yeah, but but that would have contributed to being more surface area for what they rubbed. That is true, but hers were pretty nice. Anyways, they're nice. Um, <laughs> they're nice. Yeah, and then oh, there was we, got, the, we we dove into a rabbit hole on Cabo. We did. Then the there was the uh, that Mexican restaurant we hit up like three times. Oh, so good! That's when they sold Clay the fake tequila. <laughs> yeah, dude, that guac that guacamole that we got was so good. I know I don't think you like guacamole though, do you? I'm not a guac guy. Oh, dude, it was some of the best guac I've ever had. How about the mariachi band coming up and playing a song unsolicited? Jeez. Yeah, because we wanted to hear that. It was annoying, too, because, like, they weren't good. Like, there's a reason that they were playing at a restaurant and weren't at an actual mariage. The most fun night of that trip is when Clay and Garrick were too tired. Of course, Garrick didn't want to do anything. But we went to that <laughs> restaurant that night, uh, you, Zach, Daniel, and I. Oh, and, dude, uh, that was so fun. And they had karaoke. The karaoke and that one girl was just so awful. That bachelorette party was there. Oh, the bachelorette party, dude. They were just annoying us the whole time. They were just laughing the whole time. And they Zach were goes, so. Oh, Zach, yeah. Zach goes, Zach goes <laughs> yeah, you just want to. And then I can't say the rest of that, but it was a funny we line. Can, we can abbreviate. He said, you just want a D in your P. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, dude, that was. What would? Oh yeah, because what did we get there? I remember like I don't remember even what we got there, but it was that place, that place was like way too fancy for us, honestly. That yeah, we weren't that type, but we came in in our swim trunks and cut off. <laughs> yeah, where's the party? Where's the party? But then the place we went that first night was pretty cool. The office. Yes, that place. That place was pretty cool. No, was, they, yeah, the food was great. Yeah, and they had a band there too. And plus, it was it was really cool that it was on the beach. That was like where they were like sit us there. Yeah, that but, that restaurant was really really cool. And then they came out and like showed off. They like brought us out this like lobster and stuff and shrimp. And then they told us the price, and it was like fifty bucks for like no thanks, <laughs> no thanks. I'll settle for a quesadilla. <laughs> yeah, I will settle for my burritos. Preston. Oh, but then there were that place that we would go to on the every like day whenever we go to the beach was super cool. I can't remember what that was called, but it was the one that Lover's uh, Beach. Yeah, the, that no, we took the, the we took the boat out to it. Well, that no, I'm talking about whenever we had like we were just chilling like on the main side. There was the uh, the place that we had tacos the first day, mm. the first like full day. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that place was, they had like the four tacos. Um, yeah, what was the place called? It was the it was the guys that uh, they kept on making jokes about the uh, the the main waiter like at the beach cabanas was gay. Careful, he's gay. <laughs> yeah, careful, he's gay. He's like, you don't get that in America. <laughs> 
Uh, You'll have a feminazi all over you for that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, good times. We need to go back sometime. That was fun. We Somebody else needs to get married. I know. That was a or, long time on Zach's bachelor party. Oh, wait. That never happened, Zach. Oh, wait. Yeah, there's... None, none of nobody else has prospects for anything anytime soon. So yeah, I mean, other than if we just do some, I mean, somebody might just have to take one for the team for a shotgun wedding, so we can go somewhere. Oh yeah, he may I'm have, just thinking he may have to we, produce a little sass for us to get a. Oh yeah, we've got to we've got to time it a little better next time, so there's more American thoughties there. I feel like whenever we went last time, it was so early in the summer that there wasn't that many people that went. You couldn't even get in the water. It was too cold. Yeah. That that yeah. story on the beach where that local... Although the, the Pacific is pretty cold normally. That local on the beach who asked Clay how many girls he had been with since he had been there. <laughs> and Clay thought he was asking how many days. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, oh, six. And the, guy goes, the guy's like, oh. <laughs> My sister is for you. Yeah, then he oh, offered man. the sister. We got offered a lot of sisters. We got oh, offered we did. people's sisters, <laughs> weed, and cocaine. But the best part about this trip is after we, like, stayed and, like, we got to the hotel or the, the condo, and then we were trying to find a place to – or we are going to Walmart, so we'd go get some groceries so we didn't have to, like, eat out every day or yeah. every meal. And we get on that bus – the Dr. Sluice boss? Yeah. And, like, we hadn't converted any of our money yet. And I was the first one on. I handed him a five. I was expecting change. I don't think he had enough, like, change on him to match that $5 bill. And he's like, oh, everybody go for free. Everybody go for free. Yeah, they were letting all kinds of people on. They're like, oh, yeah. stupid gringo paid too much money. Everybody gets free ride. <laughs> oh, man. What a time. Oh well, I guess that'll probably wrap up the pod. We don't. We've yeah, got that, into a very deep rabbit hole. But that was a long one. Garrick will love it. Oh, he will. Oh, one last thing. Who uh, who's gonna win tonight? It's Porter and the boys gonna bring it uh, against the Georgetown Hoyas. I think it's Butler. Oh, Butler. Oh, they're up in Indianapolis. How about that? Yeah, take that, Daniel. Take that, Daniel. Uh, I'm never betting against Porter. I love Porter. Oh, dude, he bring he brings it. Yeah, he does. Oh man. Well, well, it was a pleasure. It was. It was. It been been a minute. I'm gonna go root on the boys tonight. Let's go. Let's uh, let's hope all Tanner Groves can bring the magic again. Absolutely. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed this. We're back, Clay or uh, Seth or not? You're, you're Seth. Yeah, Garrick, Garrick and Caleb talking trash that we never do this anymore. Have some of that. Enjoy it. <laughs> Enjoy this hour for your entertainment. You get to hear Seth and I's voice again. Get the lotion out. It's beautiful. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see y'all later. All right. See you. That'll do it for episode nine of Football's Finest. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, as always, keep tuning in. We appreciate the listens. Uh, we hope to have a very special guest next week as we preview week or round one of the playoffs. Uh, so, yeah, till then, 
best of luck in the last the last week of the season, and uh, we'll see you in the winners bracket. Maybe the losers bracket. We'll see. So stay tuned. Nibbling on sponge cake, watching the sun bake. All of those tourists covered in oil, strumming my six string on my front porch swing. Smell those shrimp, hey, they're beginning to boil. Wasted away again in Margaritaville Searching for my lost shaker of salt Some people claim that there's a woman to blame But I know it's nobody's fault 